Alrighty, hello and welcome back to the Tailgate Talk. My name is Cole. I'm checking in from Houston on another glorious NFL Sunday here on November 29th, 2020. We are entering week 12 of the NFL season and this week we are joined by Evan, our correspondent uh, back home in Massachusetts actually, no longer in Arkansas. How are we doing, pal? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. That Thank you for that introduction. No, <laughs> I hope everybody is still full from uh, from their Thanksgiving feast, but we are setting up our tailgate here in week 12 of the NFL season uh, after two games have already been played on Thanksgiving, uh, one of which was played by a team who has just fired their head coach as of yesterday, Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Detroit Lions parted ways with Matt Patricia as their head football coach. And uh, can't really blame him, right? I was looking at a comparison where Jim Caldwell uh, had a much better record than Matt Patricia, but Matt Patricia uh, is no longer the Lions head coach. So, Evan, what are your thoughts on this breaking news? Um, I'm not surprised at all. I'm just kind of sad because he is a, a Belichick disciple. Um, he's a defensive coordinator. He's a very good defensive coordinator. And they, I think the Lions thought that he was going to work because Belichick was a defensive coordinator and he's a very defensively minded coach. And he, I'm not going to compare Matt Patricia to Adam Gase, but they're almost not too different because Adam Gase, the reason why he hasn't been fired yet is because of the reason he was hired in the first place. And the reason he was hired in the first place is because he was the offensive coordinator in Denver when Peyton Manning had the single best quarterback season of all time, arguably. Mm -hmm. So then he went to Miami and it's, he sucked. And now he's in the, with the jets and it's just like, it's just embarrassing. So Matt Patricia, he had a very solid defense. He was there with uh, Darrell Revis. He was there with, um, he was never there with Stefan Gilmore. Well, he was, but like before he was, you know, Stefan Gilmore. Exactly. And he was there in 2014 with Malcolm Butler. He did nothing. Like, Malcolm Butler, that was a lucky play. And then they were like, whoa, we should get that guy. Right. But, like, the Lions, you can agree with me. Like, like the Lions don't want to win. There's still a contract dispute with Kenny Galladay. I heard that on a different podcast. Like, they, that's their best guy. And they have a very good offense. And Matt Stafford, like, credit to him. He's very, very good. But um, they just don't want to win. They've been better – than they have historically because historically they were like the most embarrassing team ever. But like, I, you know, I'm not surprised. I just kind of hope that he doesn't come back to new England because then he would have to compete with Belichick's kid for the job. And that's just not going to happen. Gets into a tricky situation there pretty quick. Um, but it would be funny if they, it would be funny if they hired Josh McDaniels. That they would, would be what? Well, yeah, that would be weird. That would be that really would be weird. hilarious. Damn, and he almost well, he almost went to Indianapolis. Remember that? But no, it's it was kind of cool that Matt Patricia's well, what ends up being his last game, he was coaching against Romeo Cornell in the Houston Texans. So two former Belichick disciples coaching against each other in what ends up being Matt Patricia's last game. But uh, that was on Thanksgiving. The Texans won that. That was their uh, fourth win of the season already all of a sudden. Uh, Washington took down Dallas as well. Uh, but another game that was supposed to happen on Thanksgiving that is now happening on Tuesday 
is the Steelers and the Ravens. Uh, so now this is the second time the Steelers schedule has kind of been adjusted for the other team's COVID issues. Lamar Jackson just tested positive for COVID-19. So that will be interesting to follow along with, but um so here's another game that gets pushed back because of COVID for the Steelers, yet they're still undefeated, and it seems like that it hasn't been affecting them that much, do you think? There has been an outbreak within the Steelers as well. James Conner is on the okay. COVID-19 reserve list. Um, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and the other running back for the Ravens all JK got Dobbins. COVID. Yeah. I mean, I think that the athletic world – is an exact replica of the cases that are going on right now. There's a second wave and there's also a second wave being thrown around in the NFL. And what I'm nervous about is, is it going to be another one in college basketball? Because mm. like more play, like there's been a list of places with COVID and then there's been a list of schools that are just not doing non-conference play. Mm-hmm. Like there's an entire, like, what is it? Bethune Cookman like just got rid of their entire schedule the ivy league canceled their entire season for all winter sports um and like things of that nature so like with when cases go up so will the cases in football they're they're not immune to anything um it sucks it definitely sucks this game is still going to be played it's just going to be the same thing as the bills and the titans like Mm -hmm. but the titans were barren with covid restrictions and they still played it so neither of these teams are an exception Mm -hmm. um this is probably one of the only teams that could beat the steelers but i mean this is a weird season they very they could go 16 and 0 but don't put your money on them (laughs) but yeah no i don't think like I'm really not surprised. It had like think about what happened with the MLB. Like everybody got scared. People got there was an outbreak here and there. It never stopped. It just got like what is what's weird is that we're learning more about the disease. So like credit to you know the healthcare workers that know how to take care of people mm-hmm. much better than they did you know six In months March. ago. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. It um. I just want to say that the Thanksgiving lineup this year sucked. Both of those games were awful. So very awful. I think the Washington football team what Washington football team scored twice in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're leading their division. That that division is absolute trash. But it would be very cool if Alex Smith got to the playoffs. That would be pretty that's a pretty cool story right there. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we can take that on into uh, the Week 12 lineup, or the West of the Week 12 lineup, I should say. Uh, so we've got eight games in the noon 1 p.m. slot. We've got two at 3.05, another one at 3.25, uh, and then a Sunday night, a Monday night, and a Tuesday night game. So uh, we'll be going here for the next three days, uh, starting off with the Bills and the Chargers here in that noon uh, 1 p.m. kickoff. Chargers are still – chugging along but they're they're gonna run into a big dog in the bills now huh uh yeah i i'm i'm thinking that this could be a possible shootout because hmm. herbert isn't bad right it's the weirdest thing he's not a bad quarterback and they the the, the chargers are not a bad team Let, let's see wait a minute let's see who the like the best of the worst is right now okay 
I love this game. So there are two, three, four, five, six, seven teams that are seven and three. So those are good. Then there are one, two, three, four teams that are six and four. So what would you say the best of the worst is? I would say the best of the worst is the Ravens right now. And what is their record? Six and four. Six and four. Yeah, I I guess I would agree with that. And, uh, well, they're soon probably going to be six and five here after the Steelers game. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm cool with that. Actually, wait a minute. No, I I lied. They're not. Yeah, the Ravens. They're the best of the worst. Yeah. The Ravens or the Raiders. Mm Mm-hmm. They might be good. They might be the best. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the the Chargers are not a bad team. They're really not. They – they're a weird team and they invent new ways to lose, which is why the bills are going to win. But um, I think Josh Allen is kind of on the war path. And I think that it's going to be a shootout. I think like, I think this is going to be a huge game for Stefan Diggs. I think it's going to be a breakout game for Herbert. I think it's going to be kind of high scoring, but I think that, I think there might be a 30-35-burger for Josh Allen. Okay. And maybe like a two-touchdown game for Diggs. I can see the future. So, it, you know, this is a, basically a confirmation. But I don't really care about this game. Really yeah, don't. not really. I mean, it could be cool. 12. Yeah, it could be a cool matchup going forward, Josh Allen against Justin Herbert, you know, maybe – a year or two down the road when, when Justin Herbert gets more of an offensive line around him, maybe maybe this can actually be, you know, a, a decent shootout like you're talking about. Have you given more thought to your MVP candidate? Um, I feel like Josh Allen is definitely uh, in in the conversation, I would say. Uh, and Keller Murray probably took a couple steps back. But sure, I, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'm going to – I'm going like – I'm going to be have a safe bet and I'm going to just stick with Pat Mahomes. Yeah, that's and that's exactly like you said that's the easy that's the safe route to take. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean it, yeah, it's got to be him. It it's, can't it, yeah, it's got to be him. Um it's got to be hard to dethrone him. It, yeah, it is. It's definitely going to be I don't mean I'm kind of scared. Like he he's going to be around for he's a while. He's going to be that guy for 10 fucking years. So yeah, that's that's my take on that. I don't. I really don't care. I really don't care. I just think that it's going to be a quarterback shootout. But like, the Chargers don't have any weapons to really combat Allen. Mm-hmm. They have a solid defense, but that like, you're going to need a lot more to get behind it, like in in a, someone's face like Josh Allen. So I think this game is going to be like 38 to 26, maybe. I'm cool. With I'm that. I like I like a 35-21 win for the Bills. I think I think that could happen. Uh, Let me just say that last week, oh, yeah. by the way, was my worst pick week of the entire. Re fucking tweet on that. I went six for fourteen. Dude, me too. Yeah, <laughs> awful, awful, that awful, was terrible, awful. awful. Well, hopefully this week's better. Uh, my picks are already two zero here to start. So I uh, move oh, along to a, an AFC South matchup. Uh, the Titans and the Colts, um, all of a sudden, uh, pretty much for first place in the AFC South here. Um, so because the Ravens-Steelers game is postponed until Tuesday, 
Um, this is my second game of the week. Okay. This is not my first game of the week. This is my second. Okay. So the Titans and Colts, this is my game. This is like my who is actually good game. I think this is going to be a, a very close game, which is what I say every week, and I'm almost never correct. But um, the Titans just came off a big win to the Ravens. The Colts are good. Um, Phillip Rivers works in that system. T.Y. Hilton is still putting in that work. Jonathan Taylor is a very solid running back. Their defense is very, very good. This is going to be one of those, like, I just really want to – I want to watch this game more than the – like, all, not more than the other game, which we're going to talk about. You know which game I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. But the the other game that, like – the other game is just going to be, like, you know, the best game ever played, quite honestly. I think so. But this game, like, I want to know who's good. I'd love to know who's good because um, they're both good. But, like, the Colts I don't want to believe are that great. The Titans I really want to believe are that great. Mm-hmm. But the Titans have been weird lately, and the Colts keep proving me wrong. So, I'm going to take the Titans on this. Because they're, like, I want to believe that they're a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, they were they were my pick. They were the best 6-3 and three team from last week's episode, and uh, they proved me right last week, and, and I think they're going to do it again this week. Well, interesting you say that because this these both of these teams are 7-3. and three. And I think mm-hmm. that the uh, the Colts are the second worst team that's seven and three, hmm. because the Browns are seven and three. <laughs> um, I think the best team that is seven and three is the Seahawks. Yeah, I still think. I mean, Russell and DK Metcalf, like unfair, well, you know, unfair. But yeah, that and well, and the Packers—they're also seven and three. But I think the Seahawks can beat the Packers. But yeah, that could be easily proven wrong. Um, so, again, I'm going with the Titans. I want to believe that they're still good. Um, that's my take. And because and because you know what the Colts don't even have close to? They don't have a Derrick Henry. Oh, Tannehill's having an off game? Oh. Just hitting off. Why don't we have Tractor Cito run <laughs> over people? Fuck that's his dude. nickname. Yeah, a little tractor. He's he is similarly just as unfair as uh, DK and Russell, like you were talking about, but just on the ground. So, yep, I'm taking the Titans there as well. Moving along to the NFC, we're going to uh, the Vikings and the Panthers. Um, again, I kind of uh, missed my chance to talk about PJ Walker, the Panthers quarterback. I saw him in Houston when he was uh, a roughneck most recently in the XFL, and. He is that dude. He showed it there, there last week in his first start. So, um, hey, dude, what the fuck is a roughneck? Uh, it's a guy who works on an oil rig. Oh, because a roughneck sounds like sexual. No, definitely not sexual. You ever heard of Moorhead State? Sure have. Kind of along the same lines as that. Yeah, I see you there. Roughneck, but Moorhead. <laughs> Fucking um, anyways. PJ Walker is dope. I like him. He's he's awesome, dude. He's he is awesome, and he has a success story that I could one hundred percent get behind. Um, this is very this is like in the hunt season, and mm-hmm. I don't know what I've never. We're in the hunt now, pretty much, but we're not because like, yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, we we're we're screwed. Like we would be. We're screwed. Our season's over. But oh, for some time. reason, 
the, for some reason, I feel as though the Panthers aren't. I feel like they still have some sort of a fighting chance. Same thing as the Vikings. But um, this is – this game is – my headline for this game is hunting season because wh- whoever loses, they should just give up. Like, this, they're done. And I'm thinking it's going to be the Panthers. So, I'm going with the Vikings. Um, sorry, P.J. Walker, but you played one game. And your defense is what got you that win. I mean, mm-hmm. you what was it, 20 to zero? Yes. They played the Lions and it was 20 to zero. Like mm-hmm. scoring, like you, you are like that team didn't give the Lions a shutout. They didn't shut them out. The Lions just invented a way to lose, which is, you know, easily why they were, he was, Matt Patricia was fired because that's impressive, you know. He's such a good defensive coordinator that his offense never scores points. That's how good he is. So this is hunting season. And whoever loses this game has gone the way of old Yeller. So I'm taking the Vikings. I think the Panthers are going to be all done. But I think P.J. Walker is going to get some good film, and I think the Panthers are going to stick with him. I think so. And like I said, you know, when, when he was first signed there, he was, he's back with his college coach and Matt Rule. So, yep, I'm, I'm also taking the Vikings here. So I am going to have uh, PJ Walker losing here this week. But like you said, I'm, I'm excited for him uh, and the rest of his hopeful NFL road here. So uh, moving right along, we talked about the Browns a little bit. Uh, they're playing the Jaguars here this week. Uh, I feel like this is kind of a toilet bowl game along with the next one, but um all of a sudden, like you said, the Browns are seven three, so like they give off a vibe like they're they're really good, but anybody can beat the Jaguars this year, so it's not going to be much of a contest. Right. Um, if I were Baker, I would give it to your two running backs, and if I were Jake Luton, I would give it to your one running back, Jonathan. No, James Robinson. He's James third Robinson. in the league. He's third in rushing yards right now. Damn. He's beating Josh Jacobs and Ronald Jones. He's like that's you know that's fantastic. Um, good for him. He's the guy right now. For a last but, place team. Yeah. Um, this, this, like, Browns, you don't fucking need this win. This win doesn't matter for you. You're 7-3. and three, You're sitting real pretty. You haven't sat this pretty since the fucking 90s, and maybe not even then. Um, give it to Kareem. Give it to Nick. Throw it to Jarvis if you can throw it to anybody else. And please, hope. I hope Mother Nature doesn't rain on you because it's been torrentially raining for you the last two weeks. And I think we all want to watch some football rather than take a shower well, that with nice you. little lightning delay gave, gave us a 30 minute window of football. But after that one o'clock window, you know what I'm saying? It was, that was a nice little delay last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Browns are, they've been weird lately. So if I look at this, I show that their last three games, They've only scored 38 points. And then the week before the last three games, so four weeks ago, he scored 37 points. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Like, they, hmm. they're, they're on something. Like, Baker had some sort of an issue. I remember that. I think he still has some sort of an issue. But um, their defense has sucked lately. I'll, I'll absolutely tell you that. They have sucked very bad, but they, they're they a weird team. They're a very weird team. I don't think they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, but seven and three is a good, a good place to be. Make it eight, three. Don't be like, don't fucking lose to the Jaguars. Cause you know, somebody could. Absolutely. Like, 
Yeah, you know somebody could. I don't even know. I I think there's a chance that Minshew might be back. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, that would be a, a pretty Browns thing to lose to the Jaguars when they're seven and three and the Jags have one win. So I'd be pretty annoyed if they lost. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully they don't. Uh, this next game is probably going to be uh, a similar kind of news fest between the Giants and the Bengals. Uh, obviously, the Cincinnati will be without uh, Joe Burrow for the next year after a torn ACL. So thoughts and prayers up to him. Um, but who is the Bengals' backup quarterback? Uh, some, I don't know, some blonde kid. Literally, I don't know. So, uh, I'm somehow going to pick the Giants in this game, but uh, I think New York's going to win. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, the Bengals aren't going to win another game. Sad. And Alex Smith's injury was bad. Mm-hmm. Alex's injury was his, – his injury was bad. Dak Prescott's injury made me want to throw up. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's injury, like, made me want to kill myself. Like, did you see it? I saw that live, and his fucking knee made an acute angle. Like, it like it was disgusting. It looked like a greater than sign at one point. And they were like, Joe Burrow, he said, the, the doc came out afterwards, and he was like, yeah, Joe Burrow's ACL is torn. Duh, you think? <laughs> and then it came out really shortly after. Oh, and he also tore this, 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 and this. And I'm even then I'm like, what really? did you think? What did you yeah? <laughs> um, it sucks though. Like everybody in the league, it's all about respect right now. Like it was nice to see that everybody was supporting the kid because he is a phenomenal talent. He really, really is. And you don't want to see anybody with that kind of talent go down the way he did. And, like, it was – sorry, Burrow, but, like, it was kind of worse when it happened to Dak because, like, you know that he's in a contract battle. You know that he does mm-hmm. so much for the team. You know he's a team guy. And then, like, this one season he really needs, and then it's just gone. But, like, Burrow's a warrior. Like, he fights every week for that team. And – not like you know but he's set um, up like you were saying like Dak has had a sort of uncertain future whereas Joe Burrow is Cincinnati's dude like they're putting all all their eggs in that basket so no matter what he's coming back so he's kind of got that security you could say but it does suck just as much such so early on in his career to have an injury like this so credit to pardon my take but there was a point that Big Cat made where he said that the spin zone for the Bengals season is that they're they're not going to win another game. With that, well, there's the a guy. There's a guy that they're thinking about in Oregon who backed out of the season, who's going to be for sure coming back to be in the draft. That is a once in a lifetime offensive lineman. I'm pretty sure he's an off, he's an offensive tackle. Hmm. You get him to protect Joe Burrow for the rest of his life, and you just have those two guys be like. The cornerstone you know, like, franchise. Like the equivalent of Matt Light with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like someone who you know can guard him. And like that's you know, like you rarely you rarely only see one or two picks in the draft that like are actually like like a glass slipper of a pick for the team. Like right. for our we haven't had one since Nikhil Harry. 
We needed a receiver, and he, dude, you know what? I'm off of him. We'll we'll get to that when we talk okay. about the, pat, the Pats. But like, yeah, the fucking Giants are gonna win. I can't. Yeah, go. going back to the initial question. Yeah, the fucking Giants. Yeah, what? What is that? I, the, yeah, I got the Giants here. I think it's gonna be like twenty to three. Yeah, I don't. I don't foresee many points being scored uh, by either team, really, honestly. So, no. Um, well, here we are, Cardinals Patriots. So uh, we can kind of get into it right away. Patriots, um, you know, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a happy Patriots fan. I can. I can say that part. But uh, the Cardinals are coming to town, noon kickoff. I don't think it's gonna go well for the Patriots. I don't give a fuck about this game, dude. I'm so over it. I'm over it. This season sucks. I'm over it. <laughs> and you know what the stupid thing is? Is that fucking Cam and his happy horse shit with Deshaun was like, like Deshaun was like, yo, bro, Cam has actually been my favorite quarterback. And then I beat him. Now Kyler is like a very similar quarterback to Cam and that he runs and he's going to be like, yeah, Cam is a really big inspiration on me, and then he's gonna drop thirty on us. Like, it, it, I'm picking the Cardinals. I'm I'm betting against my team. I'm picking yep. the Cardinals. Yeah, and this is you. I've bet I've put my money on the the Patriots every single week, and I'm done now. So now I'm on the Cardinals. R.I.P. I'm over it. I'm over it with Nikhil Harry. Now that we're on this, yes, dude. Here we go. He. I know he's been injured. But the guy has tree trunks for legs and tree trunks for arms. Get the fuck over it. Man up. That guy doesn't have – I can't think of ten catches that that guy has. He has one touchdown that Jarrett Stidham threw him. Get open. Figure it out. Like, think about, like, fucking Jacoby Myers. Like, no one even knows who that is. He's getting more playing time than you. Well, he was actually in Carolina with Cam. Oh, I did. I had no idea. I've never heard of him, but like he was in Carolina. Um, I'm glad Edelman's not here. I miss him, and you and I are both gonna miss him when he's uh, this is his last year with the Patriots. But it's a shame that that's how it had to go down. But I'm fucking over it. You know what I mean? I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm not gonna say I'm. I'm not saying we're not gonna score. I think it's going to be like 28 to 21, but we fucking suck, man. We fucking suck. Yeah. Kind of another one with some shootout potential, I guess uh, you could say with uh, both these dual threat quarterbacks, but um, yeah. You know what I'll be happy with if Cam runs, there you go. He stops throwing the fucking ball. If he runs like crazy and stops getting sacked like a bitch and I want him to run. So I get so mad watching him in press conferences because he'll say shit like, Losing is not acceptable in this locker room. Six losses. Right. You know what happens like in a in a school? Like if you go up to your algebra teacher and you're like, I'm sorry, miss, like I need to get better. I'm real like I'm better than these six zeros that I have on my homework. Like I really need to get better. You're gonna fucking fail. This is not, you're right. It's not acceptable in this locker room because this is a motherfucking AP class and you're failing <laughs> like fucking crazy. When you fail an AP class, you get the fuck out. I'm pissed. 
I'm so pissed. I can. I'm tell. going golfing tomorrow and not watching the fucking Patriots game because <laughs> I care about the team, the game later. Yes, we will be getting to that. Uh, tough times Fuck. in New England. Here we are. Uh, the other teams in the AFC East are also not that well. The Jets still are worse, so I'm 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 glad they're still doing what they do. But uh, the Dolphins are playing the Jets this weekend. AFC East divisional matchup. In New York, noon kickoff. I don't give a fuck about this game because the Dolphins are going to win and the Jets are going to remain defeated. Uh, yeah, solid win for Tua. Um, but he's not even playing. They gave the starting job back to Fitzy. Like, what the heck is that? They admitted that um, Tua sucked the other day. They were like, yeah, the, he wasn't doing very good. We're in too much of a vulnerable position. Vulnerable position. We're going to go with... Fitzy. So Fitzy's got his team back. Um, the the Dolphins are still good. Uh, they're gonna look better. This is a pancake win. Um, I I'm almost on the same page with the Dolphins as I am with the uh, the Browns. Don't mm-hmm. be annoying, dude. Just fucking beat them. Just win. Just, Just stop the being a bitch. Teams. Just fucking win. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just stop being a loser. Just, fuck, like just fucking win. I like that headline. Just stop being a fucking loser and fucking win. Yeah, just fucking do it. Like we're, I'm tired of this. Just fucking do it. All righty. Well, that's all that needs to be said there. Uh, moving along to the final game in the noon 1 p.m. slot. The Raiders and the Falcons in Atlanta. I'm, I'm picking the Raiders on the road here. Uh, I, I, like, I like the role that they're on, and I like – or I don't like how bad the Falcons are this year, so – I think we have the same we have the same picks all week, except you're one you're two and zero and I'm one and one right now. But uh, yeah, we haven't set a different pick so far. I'm taking the Raiders as well. I think the Raiders are very very good. I think that Derek Carr and uh, what's that asshole's name Gruden. I think they're kind of getting like the I got your phone number kind of thing. Like I got I got Mahomes' phone number because like they're putting up numbers against him like nobody else can, and it's like. The the this Chiefs team right now is is this kind of team where it's like, it's weird when they lose. It's really it's like it's like the Patriots and you know and like a couple years ago or like the Patriots in two thousand seven. It's like it's it's weird when they lose, and like the team who beats them is that much better, which is why I have the Raiders as eleventh right now, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to beat the Falcons, and I think this is a win that they really need. Uh, the Falcons, you can fuck right off. Like, you are still bad, and everybody is forgetting about it. You have three wins. You're three and seven. Give up. You're trash. Um, their offense was once the best in the league because Matt Ryan was on another level, and he has Julio and Calvin Ridley and Todd Gurley and a red-headed, long-haired tight end who I think her last name begins with H. Uh, yeah, I'm over them. They just give up. I, I want the – I think the Raiders are going to win, and the, this win is going to be – it's going to look good for them. But they're going to put up a lot of points. I think it's going to be like like 29-24. Oh, damn. It's kind of yeah. close. I, I think some of those points are going to be garbage points. I think it's going to be – I think okay. they're going to score in like the two-minute section. I got you. Okay. All right, yep, I'm also taking the Raiders there, moving along. Into... But one thing I want to say, this yeah. isn't going to be a game that the Falcons lose like the Falcons do. This is going to be a game that they lose from the start to the finish. 
So the Raiders <laughs> are never going to hold a lead. Never. Never. Not even once. All righty. Uh, so moving right along to the uh, 305-405 slot, we got two games here. First, uh, another team that can probably give up is the Denver Broncos. They're playing the New Orleans Saints here this week. I don't think this one's going to be very pretty either. I think the Saints are going to roll over the Broncos. I'm not going to say roll because it's Taysom Hill. Uh, one thing that I will say about Taysom Hill, which I absolutely disagree with the NFL, is that they're saying that Taysom Hill is going to lose his tight end eligibility because he started a game as a quarterback and he ran a lot as a quarterback. And, like, at when, when he claims a starting position, he's, like, he's just this jackknife of a dude. They're saying that he, you know, they're going to – That's I think that's ridiculous. I mean, one of Bel- – like, Belichick used to have offensive tackles as offensively eligible players to catch a ball. Like, that. he used to do that all the time. Who was I think it that caught a com- bunch? Well, was, Ted, was Teddy Bruschi caught a bunch of touchdown passes? No, Mike Vrabel. But that's – Mike Vrabel. No, I'm talking about, like, when you when, – when was the last Patriots game you went to? Uh, high school. Well, back then – there would be like a referee would come out and say like number 79 is reporting as eligible. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like just like they did to the Ravens and then they complained about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I then mean, did the who, same exact thing the next year. Who, who the hell are you to tell Sean Payton what he can or cannot do with a guy like Taysom Hill? Like Taysom Hill is almost like a paradox to me. Can you think of maybe another athlete just like Taysom Hill? In the NFL, they could do the same thing that he could. I could think of like twenty. Yeah. Like you mean it's like if Joey Bosa could throw a football, put him in at quarterback. Sure. He's a fucking jackknife. Matthew Slater, he's a special teams operative. Like not operative. That's a army thing. He's a. a I think that would work. So. He's a punt and kicker specialist, but he's also a wide receiver. And he could also be a cornerback. Um, and a safety, right? Yeah, like, get the, you know, he showed me that he was a freak, but the team came out and said that they would have rather had Jameis in his quarterback, which, like, no. Why? I then... think, I think you should do it now. I think they should start Jameis now against the Broncos because they suck in a hilarious fashion. But, I mean,. I wish we had a Taysom Hill. Like, he's a jackknife. He's an absolute freak. But I'm, take, I'm taking the Saints here. I think it's going to be like 30 to 10. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, like you said, I'm, we've been on the same pretty much wavelength throughout this entire thing. So, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that we even talked about last week uh, before Taysom Hill was announced as a starter that uh, – we, I thought we liked the Jameis starting decision. Well, what I said was that I'll, I think my headline was I'll wait on the Saints because oh, like yeah. they're still a top five team and they're a top five team until they lose. Right. And then when they lose, it's going to be really bad, but they didn't lose and they're not going to lose. And even like, I'm going to maintain this position that they're still this unbelievable team with an unbelievable amount of weapons without breeze like they're very 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 good and you know there's no reason why they shouldn't be considered a top five team and there's no reason why they shouldn't roll over the broncos which they will there you go 
see. Moving right along to the other 305 game, uh, NFC West matchup is the Rams and the 49ers. Um, 49ers still pretty banged up, I'm pretty sure. I'm definitely taking the Rams. Uh, interstate battle. What are your thoughts? Hey, the Rams are good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're a very, very solid team. I've liked them from the beginning. They're very, very good. Um, could be a sneaky win for the Niners. But the Rams are just too good, I think. Like, I don't think there's a window for the Niners to be that sneaky. Like, you know what I mean? Like, remember when that with that first win when Fitzpatrick was still the quarterback against the Niners and they won, like, 43-17? to 17? Mm-hmm. But even going into that game, you're like, could they? Like, could this happen? Like, nah. or same thing with the Vikings to the Seahawks. Like, when they – it came down to literally the wire for the Seahawks to win. You're, you thought to the entire – like, you know, if we were at the tailgate – on the way into the stadium, I'm thinking, like, why do I have, like, this feeling? And, like, the bat – like, did I – was that some ribs that I ate that were stuffed? <laughs> like, why do I have this feeling that we could lose today? Like, this – I don't think there's a window this time. I think uh, there is a shadow of a doubt. There's a chance that I could be very wrong, but I think that happens when there's some sort of a substantial injury. Or Jared Goff just sucks on his own tongue and isn't there for a day. But I think I'm taking the Rams. I'm th- I think it's going to be like 27 to 20. That sounds like a pretty good game. I'm a big 20s guy. I don't uh, like I, going into the 30s. And it's it, it is a little rare to see a lot of a lot of games. I guess going into the 30s, maybe only a couple every week. But yeah, I think staying in the 20s is a pretty safe bet. Um, I do think that both of those teams, both of these next teams, will score more than 20 points. This is the 325 start. This is my game of the week. I'm going uh, Chiefs Bucks as my game of the week this week. I think this will be a hell of a matchup. Obviously, uh, enough has been said that it's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, everything like that, and I think it's going to live up to the potential. I do think that the Chiefs are going to pull this one out, though. Dude. (laughs) This game, you know what my headline is? What's that? Nut button. (laughs) That's my my headline. Um, I want this game to go to overtime like three times. Five. Yeah. I want – that's what I want. Um, Normally, I'd say that Pat Mahomes would just roll over him like he did when Tom Brady was on the Patriots. But, uh, Cole, how many offensive weapons does Tom Brady have right now? About 17. Right. So, one thing is for sure, if you're starting the Chiefs defense or the Buccaneers defense, I would rather keep your bench empty for that or keep your bench full. (laughs) for that matter, because your fucking defenses are going to be pointless. Remember how I just said I don't like calling games in the 30s? Well, this one's going to be in the 40s. I think it's going to be 43 to 40, and the Chiefs are going to win. (laughs) Dude, here's the thing. I can go back to back with how many people are on each of the offenses. So we got – we have Mahomes against Brady. We have Ronald Jones against Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We have Leonard Fournette against Le'Veon Bell. We have A.B. against Tyreek Hill. We have Gronk against Kelsey. We have Mike Evans against Byron Pringle. We have – and the talent on the Chiefs kind of tapers off there. We have um, Chris Godwin against Hardman. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I can't I think, think of I anymore. think you hit them all. Yeah. But they're – like, the Buccaneers' defense isn't that great, and that's why they're going to lose. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, I'm going to get a little angry here. I apologize. But, hey, Bruce Arians, you just became a, a, a for real coach 12 games ago. Who the fuck do you think you are screaming at Tom Brady like that? I know, like, this is a man's game, but, like, you can go fuck yourself, like, for real. Like, he literally said it's, we, it's all about the consistency of our quarterback. Like, who do you think you are? Like, Belichick never in a million years said that. And we've lost pretty spectacularly sometimes. We lost to the Lions not too long ago. Am I just being petty? Like, who does he think he is? Like, shut the fuck up. I think I think maybe a little bit of pettiness is there, but I do think that it's just a new coach dealing with with our 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 guy, right? I mean, it's just how how he works. Maybe obviously, it's gonna everybody's gonna be different than Bill Belichick, but I do I do see like him throwing Tom under the bus pretty quickly, and I I'm not a huge fan of that. But what are you gonna do? Different, different strokes for different folks, right? I, I, I just really struggle as to who he thinks he is because he's not a good coach. He's never been a good coach. Like, he, I think, like, there, there's a caliber of coaches in the NFL that are here. He is below the people who are below them. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Payton can say things like that. Bill Belichick can say things like that. Andy Reid can say things like that. I fucking hate him, but Pete Carroll can say things like that. Kyle Shanahan, he can say things like that. I think he's a very good coach. Chip Kelly cannot. <laughs> his quarter, his quarterback is non-existent at this moment, but he cannot. Well, I don't even think he's a fucking coach anymore. I meant Doug Peterson. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have a – yeah. He can't say anything like that. He's oh, – fuck him, dude. Let's go on to the next game. <laughs> All right. We'll be right along to – going to win. Chiefs are going to win that one in the 325 slot. Moving along to the 725, 825 slot. Sunday night football. NFC North action. I will say that if the Buccaneers win, I'm going to be hard. Now, next game. Anyways, I don't know how I'm supposed to just move on after that. but Just um, just mull it over. NFC North battle. Packers and the Bears on Sunday night football. What? Who fucking cares? I Dude, who cares? I, I, I was running out of words to say about this game, so uh, I'm I'm Bears picking suck. the I'm picking the Packers. Yeah, because the Bears suck. They're not even starting Nick Foles. Really? Mitch Trubisky. Holy shit! Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Good win. Congrats, Packers. Like you said, you can you can see it in the future. So. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> That's it. I'd all right, Packers. that's all to say about the Sunday night about game. game. And who gives a shit about this next one? The Monday night game. Here, Here's going back to my trend of no good games at prime time. Seahawks, yep. Eagles. Fucking who Monday night game. Fucking who the fuck cares? Hey, start Jalen Hurts. Ah, I'm cool with that. I like him. Yeah, start him. Who fucking cares about this game? This game sucks well, worse like than said, the last one. The Seahawks defense is is Swiss cheese, so maybe this is the game for Jalen Hurts to, to step on the field. Yeah, yeah, but it's not though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> the Seahawks are as good as the Eagles are bad. So like the 
It, it, it does not that, matter. So give him a chance. Fuck it. No. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying, like, there's no story here. This game sucks. The Seahawks yeah. are going to win. And if either – if the Packers or Seahawks don't win in either of these two games, then they should be embarrassed. I thought you were going to set uh, a personal bet there. Like, you would – Oh, like I'll chop my pinky uh, off if yeah, either of those teams win? <laughs> Yeah. Eat a grasshopper. I don't know. Uh, no, we won't make you do that. Uh, we Appreciate are going along to uh, – we kind of already talked about the Steelers and Ravens, but now they're playing on Tuesday. What are your thoughts on Tuesday football here for the second time this year? I like Tuesday football, but I don't care about that game just because it's going to be a like, – it's going to be a practice squad off. Like, Or I don't even sure. – I really don't even know. I really couldn't tell you. It's it's going to be weird, though. Like, you're gonna you're not going to see the regular lineup. Lamar probably will not play, and if he does, he shouldn't be. There's not going to be any running backs. They shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I mean, it, this is going to be – it's, it's just going to be a matter of fact of who can play and who can't, which is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So, like, that game really shouldn't matter. There should be an asterisk on that game. And I think that the ramifications of that game will speak volumes because if the Steelers lose to the Ravens, people are going to discredit the Ravens because they, they beat – you know, they had a pancake win, and the same goes twice over for the Steelers. Like, the the benefits of this game are going to be ultimately nullified because they're going to be 11-0 and if they win, but they're going to be, beat another pancake team. And if the Ravens win, it'll disprove everyone's thing of, oh, they beat, like, a great team. They finally can rise above a great team that's better than them, but they beat them during a COVID outbreak. So it's like, mm. oh, well – did they really beat a team like that? So I don't care about this game. I'll wait, like, put this game two weeks ago when everybody was healthy, and then we'll talk. And then I would have told you that this is the game where I think everybody is on the same page as me that we're taking the Ravens. Like, they're, they're sure. due. They're sure. definitely due. And the, I think the Steelers have a lot of holes offensively. I think Big Ben is just a walking injury. And, so, like, they're not, they're not an undefeated team. Right. They do not feel like an undefeated team. Definitely not. Cole, what was the last undefeated team you remember? The Patriots in 07. Do these teams feel like? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, I guess the strong defense, but going back to just delaying this game altogether, this was kind of my first thought of, like, what even is the point of delaying a game by, okay, now it's five days? Like, will that – get people who had tested positive back on the field like I don't think so like no but it's about an incubation period incubation like they want to make sure that there wasn't a full-blown outbreak because so, like they I mean there you go that makes sense Cam got tested like three times and two of them came back positive and that's when they were like okay this isn't a this isn't a joke we need this to isolate him right and the same thing goes with mm-hmm. Stefan Gilmore like this isn't a joke we have to isolate him too well That'll do it. That wraps up uh, week 12 of the NFL season. We are, uh, we'll be entering December by that point when, uh, when the Ravens and Steelers play there on Tuesday night. Crazy times here entering the last month of this tumultuous year that has been 2020. A big one. I uh, am excited to leave this in the rearview mirror and uh, move on to the second half. Uh, well, more than the second half of the NFL season, but the exciting part of the NFL season. So, there you have it. Evan, any parting thoughts here? Um, no. Nice. All righty. Hit us up at com. Follow us on Twitter and TikTok 
at the tailgate talk. Uh, if you enjoyed this, tell a friend, share it with uh, somebody you think might enjoy it. And uh, we will catch you next time. Very true. We'll see you.